tuned in to the Chicago Compass Counseling Podcast. In today's episode, we're going to look at some environmental wellness and the impact that recent environmental events potentially could be having on mental health. Some interesting stuff has just been in the news about the weather around our country and around the world. Um, you know, if it's not the the, the floodings on the East Coast, um, I think Vermont um, has declared like a state of emergency. Actually, a couple areas on, on the East Coast have declared states of emergency um, because of, of just extreme flooding, like levels that they haven't seen in decades. Um, yeah. flood waters. Um, and then, you know, we're also breaking records right now in other parts of the country just for heat waves. Um, I saw this morning that uh, Death Valley hit 133 degrees, which crazy. there's people taking pictures next to the sign that said 133. I'm like, just looking like, isn't that what you know, like preheated an oven or like hot pockets at? <laughs> I know so, that's, that's crazy. You can click something on the sidewalk for sure. Well, they were showing in um, Arizona. This guy um, put a pepperoni pizza on his on his dash, and it was fully cooked in ninety minutes. Which oh my go God. to work, <laughs> put your pizza on the dash. You know, lunchtime hits. You got a fully cooked pizza. Right. Um, why? Why? Why have an oven? <laughs> right. Exactly. And you live in places like Arizona. But, you know, ha having said all this, um, you know, and just if you look at some of the things that are coming out with climate change in general, um, you know, our, our country is definitely not like within a bubble with what's going on with the climate. Um, definitely other areas in the world are hitting like extreme heat, extreme flooding, just all sorts of other extremes. Um, you know, the, the ocean levels are definitely rising. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when we look at wellness and well-being and mental health just around what's going on in the environment there is some insecurity that i'm kind of hearing from my clients here and there um yeah. people are kind of you know it's not like a, a main topic of a conversation that we're having but there is kind of like a just a uh, yeah like it's it's uh, should i be looking at another place to live like the midwest actually i heard is a really good place to be because of the great lakes um, well i don't I don't know because you know we we got I think they counted eleven or thirteen tornadoes. Yes. Some of which were level zero. Right. Um, however, they you know they rate them, and some of them were ones, so they weren't super severe. But yeah. tornadoes going through Chicago has never like in my lifetime I can't ever remember that happening. Yeah, it's it's just so wild to think of, and I I mean I remember you know I've always kind of thought like oh yeah you know it's like a thing like tornadoes can't go through city and apparently they can yeah <laughs> so um you know so you know like looking at all this um some 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 things come up around mental health i mean like i was saying you know, like clients aren't necessarily like that's the main thing they're talking about in in sessions but it comes up every once in a while with people just kind of like wow isn't it wild and oh my gosh you know what, what's going on with this stuff and you know just, just all, all these other considerations and there is a bit of a level of just anxiety just around the environment, <clears throat> just in general that I've been seeing with people, um, just what, from what's being reported on the news. And, you know, I don't know when you think about how that anxiety adds to already, like what's going on in a person's life. Um, you know, 
just the role of anxiety in a person's world. I mean, I don't know, like, what do you see when, when you see this, like these compounding anxious effects of people, like, you know? Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I just, I feel like people kind of have this sense, like, you just don't feel safe anywhere anymore. Right. Like there's almost like there's the baseline for people's anxiety has risen. So like before it was almost where you couldn't really even notice it. And now it's just very noticeable. Like the level of anxiety people have is just sort of this constant level of like, what's going to happen next yeah. or what am I going to have to deal with next? And so it doesn't, your security is kind of, you know, thrown off people just don't feel as safe and secure as they did like you can't you can't take the environment for granted anymore right yeah you, it, that's a really good point i mean that sense of just just in general not feeling safe i mean you know like, like living in a place like chicago already you know there already is a kind of like some societal things that kind of go into not feeling safe but then you have to worry about tornadoes falling on your head um, when I was doing some research for this, I saw the term eco-anxiety um, that become this thing that, you know, is contributing just in general to people's anxiety. And then, you know, also looking at the trauma from some of these events. Um, have you ever been in a tornado? No. Have you ever, like, had one touch down in your neighborhood or anything like that? I remember when I was younger that there was, I lived more out in the suburbs, like in the rural areas in okay. around the Chicago area. And I remember going into our basement many times when I was younger. So it seems like they went by the rural areas more often. I don't, I don't remember ever want ever having one touchdown like in my town or close enough that we would feel it or it would be an impact. Yeah. But I remember spending a lot of time in our basement during, you know, rainy season and tornado season, which was the okay. summer. Yeah, no, I, I have some similar memories to that. I lived in Indianapolis from like first grade until sixth grade, something like that. Um, and I, I remember a tornado touched down in a neighborhood like five blocks away from us. And that's the closest I ever came oh. to a tornado. And it, it was, I, I remember like we hit one of my friends at first, his first name was Andrew. That's all I can remember. But I remember we went over to his house to go see the damage and like, a tree had fallen over and it crushed like the sunroom on his house and you know uh -huh. there like that it looked like it just had kind of like bounced and hit the it didn't hit the next door house but it hit the house next to it um and you know it, it's kind of wild to have like some of these like what we're seeing is like these traumatic events happening yeah. um you know, just thinking of the trauma that people carry yes. from something like a tornado touchdown or major flooding um i mean gosh i, I I don't know if you've seen any of the the Mimi like social media stuff from Spain, but there was this picture of people like being pushed down the street on top of their cars. It looked like they were whitewater rafting on their cars. Oh my god! The most surreal thing I've ever seen. And you know, you're, you see like stuff like people just driving their cars into basically rivers um, that should be roads, um, thinking that their car can make it and. I'm just thinking about like, you know, these just compounding mental health effects, um, this anxiety, this trauma um, that people are are experiencing with this ever-changing environment. I don't remember thunder light or thunder snow when I was a kid. Like, I don't remember <laughs> that was, a, and I don't know if it's an environmental thing. I seriously doubt it's something new, 
Um, so how but, would you, so thunder snow like define that for me? Like I kind of think I know what that means, but what exactly is that? Thunder and lightning during a snowstorm. Oh, right. Like I don't remember that when I was a kid, but when I lived in Chicago, there was a there was like a bunch of thunder snow, and I was just like, I don't, I don't think that's the environment. I think it's been around for since whenever. Um, huh. But I don't know if it's maybe some changing thing that is just. It, it was like an infrequent thing before, but now it's because of the environment, it, it is now a thing. But there's just so many other things that we, mm -hmm. we moved out to Colorado um, with the idea that, you know, with the worry, actually I shouldn't say with the idea, with the worry that water was gonna be a thing out here. Um, and they were like when we moved out here and they, you know, this is the first year they're out of it, but they were having a huge um, drought when we moved out here. And there's all sorts of restrictions on water use. Um, water costs were kind of like going through the roof. There are just certain areas that were completely dry. Yeah. And you know, Colorado, I don't know how much you know about it, but you have the mountains and then you have like Denver and then you have east um, of Colorado, um, which is a basically kind of like a desert plain. And so yeah. it's, it is pretty dry out there, but there is, still is like a ton of agriculture and they get a decent amount historically like a decent amount of rain i guess yeah um, if you don't consider things like the dust bowl and stuff like that um but definitely like drought and desert like was not a thing even when i lived here before um and you know it was a big concern and of course this first year that we've been in in colorado it's we, they've seen like historic rainfall um that they just haven't hardly ever seen like again breaking i think there were a couple of days they broke records for the amount of rainfall that they got um, but it's still kind of this big worry. I mean, with yeah. drought comes rain, with drought comes fires. I mean, yeah, I feel like there's yeah. yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I I agree. Like weather systems, it are breaking records when they happen, mm -hmm. right? Like certain weather yeah. patterns. Yeah, and like, and it's 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 becoming like a, a typical thing. It's not just kind of like, oh wow, we broke this record. It's you, you look at these records like, wow, could we break this next week too? <laughs> and we still have a month left of, you know, how, I don't even know what they're doing in places like Arizona and Texas and Florida. Like it's, I see the temperatures in those places. I'm just like, how are you, you know, displaced? Um, how are you um, living in a, a building that doesn't have air conditioning? Yeah. And getting through your day. Like, you know, yeah. I don't know about you, but I, when I'm hot, I don't sleep. And yeah. it's horrible. Um, so I can't imagine just sitting there. And, you know, I definitely remember sometimes in my 20s when I lived in some places that were just kind of like, eh, um, like just sweating through the night, just praying for it to go down to the 60s or 70s. Like I heard in places like Arizona, they're not even getting out of the 90s at night. So I just can't imagine like what repeated nights yes. of like no sleep. Um, yeah, and that's so important. I mean, it disrupts people's whole schedules. And then it just throws everything else off. Like you just can't, mm -hmm. you cannot function as well yeah. with those things happening for sure. Yeah. And that's one of the talking points for today was just the impact on um, just health in general. Um, and then just your vulnerability um, to, 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 to things like being fired, to things like, um, you know, death. <laughs> um you know how much more that just contributes to your overall feeling of again not feeling safe um and yeah. taking away from that well-being and, and, and wellness um 
So, you know, yeah. kind of thinking about these things, I don't want to be entirely doom and gloom, but, you know, just speaking about, I don't know, some ideas in general around working with somebody with anxiety, working with, um, with, with pending anxiety. Because, you know, like we deal a lot with people where they have this like, they can kind of go into a little bit of a fantasy world about these anxious feelings about what could happen. Yeah, um, right. Right. What do you? What are your thoughts on situations where people are dealing with anxiety with things that are really potentially going to happen? Yeah, that's hard. I mean, because I was going to say, you know, the paradox of this whole environmental, you know, stuff that we're dealing with is that environment is one of our pillars of wellness, right? <laughs> so we're we're trying to use our environment for healthy living. Right. And when yes. our environment is all out of whack and chaotic and we can't, you know, we have we can't feel necessarily safe and secure with the way that things have been going lately, then it's like, how do we how do we use that as something that will be beneficial to someone when you you know you go outside and you wonder oh what's what's coming next or you know what are we going to face next in our community or in our area and so it's it's just kind of a paradox because you like you want to use it for health but you end up feeling like it's it's harmful in some way just right. considering the patterns that have been going on yeah. and so it's hard you, you know you have to you know i we do a lot of mindfulness stuff and staying in the moment and not like working ourselves up over things that potentially might not happen but it it's hard not to think they might not happen just because of the way the world has been lately but we have to you know staying in the moment is so very important i mean in terms of mindfulness that is a big one um you know it, it, it's one thing to be prepared um, it's one thing to, you know, take action toward like um, making sure you're safe, making sure the people around you, the people you care about are safe. Um, it's another thing to just sit there and ruminate about like what yeah. could happen, what might happen. I mean, you know, granted, like are you sitting there working your job thinking like, oh, shoot, I have to go sleep tonight in this apartment that's 100 degrees. Um, yeah. You know, I don't know how much you can do there. Mm -hmm. um but you know it like being able to separate things like that from you know i'm worried that this is going to be like this for the rest of my life type yeah. stuff. um you know it's not going to do you any good right so, you know, being able to kind of be in that moment being able to really kind of ground yourself and like okay what can i do what action can i take actual yeah. actionable steps that you can take um i know denver they opened up a bunch of cooling centers Yep. People that have been displaced, um, people that have facilities that just don't have air conditioners. Um, they had a, a story on the news this morning about this beautiful historic building um, that has had their air conditioner out for like a month now. And people were just like, what are we doing? And it was fortunately, like because of the, the coverage, they were able to bring some stuff in and get some of these people taken care of. But, you know, they're, they're talking about how people are like staying in hotels and and you know, really advocating, actually, this has caused a lot of advocating for their needs. And that was one of the ways they got the news to come in. Um, and I and I think people need to like keep things like that in mind, that they can be advocates for their own needs. Yes. There are actions that they can take um, versus just sitting around and worrying, sitting around and ruminating. Um, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. And what you said too makes sense. It, you know, focusing on what you can control mm -hmm. rather than what you can't control, because there are a lot of things you can't, you know, that are out of your control, but there are some actions you can take small steps that could help. And so focusing on the things that you are able to do, mm -hmm. you know, just builds, you know, this sense of, you know, um, strength and resilience that, you know, like if you can take some steps that'll make your situation any better, yes. then that's better than doing nothing. And, you know, one of the reasons I wanted to do the podcast episode on this topic was I, I, I think it's, too, it's such a new idea for something that can be causing us, I don't know, stress, <laughs> anxiety, trauma, um, yep. that people like may just look at that, look at it as like, oh, I just need to deal with this. Mm -hmm. um, you know what I do? Like I want to invite anybody that's listening to this episode to, to really reach out and seek some support around these things to be able to talk about like, yeah, you know, this is really messing with my world. Um, this is causing me a lot of anxiety. I need support. I need help. Yeah. Um, you know, I think it's, it's easy to, to have an experience where, you know, your entire town was flooded and say like, I was traumatized from that. Um, and go get support around trauma. Um, but the idea of eco-anxiety and just being anxious, like it, it yeah. is. Like people, you know, I, I want to make sure people know that they have the place um, to talk about these types of anxieties and these types of worries yes. that they have. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's important too that they have a space where they can talk about that because maybe, you know, sometimes clients might feel like, oh, you know, it just, it is what it is. The world yeah. is just, you know, it, it's just this way. There's nothing I can do about it. And so they almost feel like, not silly, but they they don't feel like coming to therapy with these things is the place that, you know, you should bring them. And it, it, it totally is. I mean, you know, anything that's causing us anxiety um, is very important to process. Exactly. And again, like kind of going back to this being one of the pillars pillars of wellness that we're talking about here, um, it does. It's, you know, this this can be one of those things that can work against our well being, that our that can work against our sense of self if we don't feel like that pillar of our life is stable. Um, yeah. And you know, there there are things that we can do, and there are things that we can't. I mean, you know, it's not everybody has the ability to move away from a place like, let's say. Arizona or Texas where it's really, really, really hot and going to be really, really hot next summer and then right. probably go with some serious rain in the fall and winter. Um, you know, you can't always move away, but you can at least look to get some support where you can. Mm -hmm. um, just figuring out some actionable steps that you can take to hopefully protect your your world. So have you have you had clients that have come in with you know just panic around these areas or like being really uptight about like what's gonna what's gonna happen next you know what am i gonna need to face next yeah. i had a session about two or three months ago before any of this stuff was like really going on um with a guy and he and we'd been he'd been talking about relationship stuff like he'd been working on relationship stuff and he came into the the session and he's like okay this is gonna be a big detached from what we typically talk about but i'm but he was like i'm really worried about the environment and mm -hmm. he kind of he got into some of his concerns and you know he has family um in the gulf um gulf area and 
um, you know, he, he was talking about like hurricanes and he was talking about rising sea levels. Um, you know, he, he was talking about like how, you know, he, how sad he is yeah. that there's potential for like his, his next generation of family to not being able to enjoy the places that he got to enjoy as a kid because they're just not going to be there anymore because of sea levels or because of hurricanes or because of whatever. Um, and, you know, he, he was really, he was like very sincere and very just kind of like he needed, you could tell he just needed to get it off his chest, something that he'd been thinking a lot about and just wanted to really talk about it. Um, yeah. And, you know, that that's the one that stands out the most. I've had, I've had other people just kind of like, you know, they'll see something on the news and just kind of be like, can you believe that? I'm just, it's like the, when the tornadoes hit, I had a lot of, that week, a lot of my sessions started with, I, we we're like, that was like right down the street for me. Like, what yes. yes, everyone wants to identify with other people, yeah. you know, like, you know, wasn't that horrible? Like, did you experience that? Like, did your basement flood? <laughs> you know, there's all this identification. You want to, you want to identify yeah. with people because that makes you feel like you're, you know, you're not alone. It makes yeah. you feel less isolated when you can identify with other people about what's going on in the world. And it's wild that that is like the the the, the connecting identifier with people right now is the weather. Yes. Um, yes. Like, hey, how about how about how about those White Sox? Well, how about those? <laughs> should say, yeah. How about those tornadoes? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's like where the conversation's going now. It's like, oh, how about those tornadoes? And how about that flooding? Yeah. You believe the temperatures, and it's just like, oh, wow. Um, but I, it is like I I I don't think that I know this is not something that's going to go away. No. I know that it is going to be something that is, you know, it's going to be front of mind or start to be a, a significant topic for a lot of people. Um, as I don't know, like, as we see just significant changes in our world. Um, so, yeah, yeah. And I feel like there's another, there's like just another added layer of anxiety, just thinking about the weather and these, you know, catastrophic things that happen you know, you have family members that don't necessarily live with you or near you. And then it's like another layer of anxiety, sometimes worrying about their well-being and where they're at. And like you said, like other countries, or if they have, you know, people who live outside of the U.S. or, you know, whatever it might be, you just, you tend to be more concerned maybe about your immediate and extended family members or friends than you used to be. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, there's there's definitely like a lot more to come here, but you know, it's I think kind of going back to just some of those ways that you know, people can take these actionable steps to deal with anxiety, stay grounded, um, stay yeah. in the moment, um, and really seek help. Yes, you know, don't don't take this for granted. It's just something, another thing to deal with. Um, this is these are legitimate topics. These are legitimate things um, that are causing concern. So, yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, that's all I have to say about that. You want to add anything else here to to close things out? No, I think this was a really interesting topic to bring up and one that probably isn't, you know, talked about in the therapy world that often. I'm guessing. <laughs> and it's it's really valid. I mean, it's it's you know, you, you, we just say to our you know whoever's listening that acknowledge the fact that these things are causing you some stress and anxiety, and don't be afraid to. Um, find someone that you can really process all of this with because it, it can really affect you mentally and emotionally. 
Some really great points and definitely would like people to keep in mind that these going on in the world, these environmental issues are absolutely things that can cause pretty significant mental health issues. Um, a lot of the things we've spoken about today really represent upheavals in people's lives. So, you know, if you're looking for some support or you know somebody that does, don't hesitate to reach out to a therapist. But thank you so much for joining us for another episode. And we look forward to talking to you again. Take care.